The following KQED production was produced in high definition. And their buns are something I have yet to find anywhere else. So I'm not inviting you to my house for dinner. <laughs> Breaded and fried and gooey and lovely. In the words of Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. You've heard of a connoisseur? I'm a common sewer. Or they knew I had to ward off some vampires or something. <laughs> and let's talk desserts, gentlemen, because I can see you both were waiting for desserts. Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by... IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces all in stock today. IRG, online at marblecompany.com. Enjoy yoga, cooking classes, organic cuisine, hikes, and evening entertainment at Rancho La Puerta Spa and Fitness Resort in Mexico, 45 minutes from San Diego, RanchoLaPuerta.com. Oakland International Airport. Check us out on Facebook to see what's new at OAK. Fly Oakland International. It's your airport. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week, immigration attorney Roger Kubain toils to bring about a diverse world, starting with his own city. It's where he rejoices in the rich variety of ethnicities as reflected in the assorted range of eateries right here in the Bay Area. And legal administrator Eric Scales regularly commutes between the food-centric cities of Portland and San Francisco. Fresh and local are important, but for him, the flavors of his heritage are the ones that bring him home. Grad student and sales engineer Nicolette Schumacher studies diligently, works hard, and eats well. She believes that participating in local activities, including dining at neighborhood restaurants, ensure a strong community. And her community is based in Walnut Creek, where you'll often find her working or dining at a place on North Main Street called Cafe La Scala. I am Yelena Gavrik, and uh, my husband and I are the owners of Cafe La Scala. La Scala is a friendly neighborhood place. We stay open until midnight every night, and Friday and Saturday it's one o'clock in the morning. The idea is that you have a place where you can come have a dessert, have a glass of wine, and you don't have to go to a bar. You feel comfortable, so that's, that's what we wanted. What's wonderful about having a cafe like this is meeting so many different people. Morning people for morning coffee, lunch people, and then we have evening people that can sit down and enjoy themselves. Some of the things that people love are soups, fresh soups that we make every day, and paninis. Also tiramisu because it's made fresh and we can't make enough of it. Most of our cakes are imported from Italy. When we went one year to Venice and we ordered desserts, desserts were the same desserts that I'm serving here. I still had it though. <laughs> Chocolate cakes that were made from Italy, people do love them. Cannolis are also imported from Italy. My husband and I, we both love opera and La Scala being the most famous opera house in the world, we picked La Scala. And it's every time when I say that name, it just makes me want to sing. 
I won't sing. I promise. <laughs> All right, Nicolette, how long have you been going to this restaurant? It's been around at least 15 years or so. It has. Um, I started going there about 10 years ago. I had a, an internship at a CPA firm, and I started going to lunch there. And that slowly turned into first dates, study breaks, meeting friends for breakfast or dessert, and now it's like my go-to place. It's like my second home. So I every day wake up hoping that they're going to make the mushroom soup. The <laughs> chef, she picks what she wants to make every day, and mushroom soup comes about once a month and it's just this beautiful creamy rich savory soup it just fills up the whole place with this nice beautiful smell and the cool thing about this place it's not just the food is you meet people there and it's like this weird little thing where people become really good friends and I've made business connections really good personal friendships there and they're regular so it's an atmosphere as well yeah. now what did you experience when you went there Eric well it was um it wasn't what I thought it was going to be when I went. Um, first of all, they have a blackboard menu, mm -hmm. which, which yeah. is which is kind of cool. And um, I saw it more as a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. I'm not that big of a coffee drinker, mm -hmm. uh, but they did have a lot of food and they did have uh, beer and wine. Yes. So both my wife and I did have a glass of Prosecco when we went. Well, there you go. So, I yeah. like you already. So, so that was great. I thought the service could be a little bit better. You know, they gave us time to look at the menu since we hadn't been there before, and then we ordered, and then we went and sat down. And then off to the side, I noticed another Blackboard menu that had some specials on it. Mm -hmm. And not that I would have gotten the specials, but I thought, oh, geez. They didn't even mention Yeah, they didn't even mention those. What did you get to eat? Um, I got a pizza. I got a, a, a sausage and roasted pepper. Uh, we, we, we did thin enjoy it. Thin crust pizza? It was a thin crust pizza, right. The uh, re roasted red peppers on there, so it had a little sweet taste to it, which was, which was very good. Did you go for um, dinner or lunch? We went for lunch, okay, I think, okay. on, on a Sunday. And uh, there were a lot of people in there studying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it almost felt like, you know, could we talk? Could we not talk? Should we keep it? Should we keep it quiet? Did you bring your Did you bring your books when you I, went? I went alone actually, um, and I had a good time actually. I thought it was very comfortable. It was very mm -hmm. warm and inviting, and the people that were there seemed very friendly. The yeah. staff was good. Um, did you get the Italian vibe? European kind of. Yes, you know? a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, it reminded me of some of the places I'd been in Europe, yeah. mm -hmm. um, which was very nice. Mm -hmm. And the I, cafe lifestyle. Yeah. The cafe lifestyle, which mm -hmm. I cannot live anymore, of course, yes. with two kids and a job <laughs> and everything else. But <laughs> it was a nice throwback to my yeah. college days, and I thought the food was good. I had the chicken panini sandwich. Mm -hmm. um, it was the bread was very uh, crunchy, and the chicken inside was very moist and delicious. Mm -hmm. The vegetables that were in there were grilled very well, and it all came together very well. It was very tasty. It's mm -hmm. all fresh, too. It's very fresh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The ingredients are, are very fresh, and it's executed very well, and I had a good time. You know, um, the dessert is unbelievable. So they're getting this in fresh from Italy. I think they fly it in every day, it's if I'm not mistaken. All, the cannoli is mm -hmm. unreal. It's And I have a friend who's from Italy, and mm -hmm. she said it's authentic. Um, really rich, creamy, sweet inside with chocolate mm -hmm. chips, and then they do like an orange rind on the outside, and the, the crust is really thick and fresh. It tastes like it was baked that morning. Well, I yeah. think that's the thing about this place. If you're going there for the coffee and the desserts, mm -hmm. I don't think it can go wrong. Yeah. The best thing of the whole meal was the uh, homemade gelato they had, oh, yeah. and uh, they had a, van a scoop of vanilla and a scoop of hazelnut which was very good and my wife ate most of it but I did have a taste of the hazelnut and it was very good it was very fresh and very creamy mm -hmm. and uh, I could see myself if uh, 
if I was in the area, especially I used to work in downtown Walnut yeah, Creek, mm -hmm. and I didn't know about the place. I think if I was there, I would go in to get some of that uh, gelato for and sure. And you just had pizza and prosecco. That was it. We just had pizza and prosecco. <laughs> yes, that is very Italian. <laughs> so if you ever have extra work to do, because I know you guys have busy jobs. It's a great place to go. They're open till one in the morning, sometimes mm -hmm. two. Free wireless, and you can have like a nice glass of wine, or the affogato, which is two scoops of gelato, espresso dripped over it, and mm -hmm. then whipped cream. So you get the caffeine okay. and the wow. dessert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Nicolette, this is your mm -hmm. spot. Wrap it up for us. Sure. Cafe La Scala, my second home. Beautiful outdoor seating, open late, um, great dessert, and really good coffee. All right, and Eric. I think if I worked in the area, I would go there for lunch. It's a good alternative to the fast food that they, they have in Walnut Creek, uh, but I couldn't see myself going any other time. Okay, and Roger? I thought it was a warm, cozy, inviting place to go. I thought the food was a cut above a lot of the cafes, even in San Francisco, uh, but I'd be hard-pressed to make a special trip from San Francisco, especially with two kids. Okay, if you would like to try Cafe La Scala, it's on North Main Street at Civic Drive in Walnut Creek. The telephone number is 925 it's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. Reservations are not accepted, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $15. Culinary Wonderland is regularly inhabited by Thai nationals. They support a chef who reproduces his mother's traditional recipes. You'll find the flavors of hot, sour, salty, and sweet on Larkin in San Francisco at a place called Le Rote. Le Rote is the name of the restaurant. Le Rote is excellent. Rot is the taste of the food, so it's two words combining as meaning excellent taste of the food. Hi, my name is Sarah. Hi, my name is Tom. I'm the chef and the owner of the Learn Lord San Francisco. Everything I cook, I try to do the same thing with the, my mom cook for the family. Sometimes I have to special order from Thailand, like a young peppercorn. When we were very first opened the restaurant, there is an idea and a concept that we are going to make a menu for Thai people, and we are sure that we are going to make the same taste that they could find in Thailand. My favorite dish is the pork berry and the steamed steamed That one, I love it. Every year I try to go back to Thailand. I want to know the, what's going on with the Thai food in Thailand. Every dish, I care every dish when I cook. I want everything perfect, you know. All right, Roger, let's talk, let's talk Thai. Now, let's yes, get the pronunciation yes, of this yes. place correct. <laughs> I, I, I can't help you there. I'll do the best I can. It's like Lert Rot. My Thai is very bad. I think that's as close as I could probably get to it. It's difficult to pronounce, but it's an easy place to love, believe me. <laughs> um, and tell me, and, and your wife is Thai, right? She is Thai. She's from Thailand. Yes, and that's how I was introduced to the place, because mm -hmm. we started going there when they first opened, and it was a sensation among the Thai expat community, I guess mm -hmm. you could say, in San Francisco. And it just grew from there. Um, now I walk in, and I see people from all walks of life, all ethnicities, all age groups enjoying it, and it's there's a lot of very good Thai restaurants in the mm -hmm. area. Um, I think Let Lot stands out in the sense that um, the chef 
is making sure that the food is quite authentic. And this is something that I've heard from a lot of my Thai friends and, and colleagues, that it reminds them of home. When I was an expat living in Asia last summer, this brought back memories. It reminded me of being in Asia. It sure. was so family-oriented and authentic and warm and, you know, it was a little crowded, but yes. I didn't mind because in Asia, they'll sit you with strangers. So right. for me, it was like, I'm used to it. it so what did you it. have? We, we ordered a lot of food. We tried everything. The best thing for me was the fish. It's whole and it's really fresh and it's just smothered in this citrus, like they lime. They do trout and sea bass, yeah. very different. It was the they sea bass. Offered, they offer yeah. different fishes. Yeah. With cilantro and mint and lime and lemon and garlic and these little tiny fried shallots. Oh, and it just falls off the bone and mm. melts in your mouth. It's like buttery fish. It was so good. Yeah. I agree. I think they do their fish very, very well. And it's one of the few Thai restaurants, at least that I know in San Francisco, that has such a wide and diverse seafood menu like mm -hmm. that. We had, uh, well, I had number 62. Because <laughs> there are over 100 things, and thankfully <laughs> yeah. they're all they numbered number. because I could not pronounce right. any of the dishes. Right. Right. But this was a um, crispy rind uh, pork belly. Mm -hmm. oh, and um, anytime you put pork belly on a menu, I'm probably going to order it. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it was very good. The, uh, the pork was very moist and the, the crispy pork rind was great and it was served over rice and it, the rice was separate so you could mix it however you want it. Uh, we also had the barbecue chicken which was very good, very moist and it came with uh, both a thigh and a leg so light meat and dark meat and mm -hmm. I'm a dark meat sort of guy so mm -hmm. I absconded with the leg <laughs> and, and had that but it was fall off the bone van fantastic. We had a uh, papaya salad it was a little spicy for mm, me, mm -hmm. and maybe that's the way it Which is. Which one did you get, the papaya salad? The papaya, papaya salad right, sure. with, with prawns. Sure. Mm -hmm. And sure. it was very good. The prawns were, were, were very succulent, and uh, you, you got a lot of it in, in the salad, mm -hmm. and uh, big hunks of tomato, which was good to kind of cool it off. But we both, as we bit into it, this was that, was that? Is that spicy to you? Did I they said, ask <laughs> you at the outset how what the level you wanted, or they 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 may have failed to do that, which is not. You know, I don't think she did, okay. but I don't know if any of the dishes that we had, you know, were, were dishes that would be that. overly overly yeah, right, spicy. Right. right, right. The the restaurant also represents a lot of regions of Thailand. I mean, exactly. you can get northern Thai yeah. dishes with the sausages. Mm -hmm. um, do you like spicy? I like spicy food. My wife is trained me over the last <laughs> 10 years of marriage. One of my favorite dishes is a fried egg with acacia. Mm -hmm. The fried egg is, you know, it's a little bit crunchy on the outside. The acacia, I think it's a flour, I'm mm -hmm. not exactly sure, in a tamarind chili broth. Um, it's very aromatic and it's very rich and, and the flavors are just very complex. Actually, that reminds me to go, it would go beautifully with the wine we're drinking, a Sauvignon Blanc, and they, and they have a, a really, um, delicious wine list there that's very affordable too. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, I think the chef takes pride in um, providing a really complete dining experience. The green curry with the prawns, mm -hmm. I didn't. it didn't look appetizing to me and I was blown away. The shrimp had absorbed the green curry sauce and it was just this amazing, soft, really rich flavor in your mouth. A little bit of spice, but not too spicy. A lot of fresh vegetables surrounding it, so it had a lot of variety in each bite, and it was just amazing. Mm -hmm. The best curry dish I've ever had. And any other dishes that you want they, to talk about? Uh, Desserts? They or? had my favorite dessert. I love a fried banana with <laughs> caramel. Ooh. And they have these amazing little balls of fried goodness with banana inside. 
caramel on top and just the best fresh vanilla ice cream too. It kind of, I think it might have been gelato actually. I, I thought the, the vibe of the place, we went like eight o'clock on a Saturday night, no reservations. Mm -hmm. We didn't even have to wait five minutes. The place nice. was packed. There were all kind of people in yeah, the there. The service is very good the and service they're fast. Is great. And the yeah, food comes out very quickly. I don't right. know how they can do everything because it's so busy in there. They are very busy. Amazing. What about the Thai uh, now, yeah. tea? Did you get the ice? <gasps> The Thai iced tea. Okay, I am weird. When I eat peanuts, I eat the shell. And it tasted a little bit like the peanut shell to me. But it was good. It, it, it was a good balance because we had some pretty hot dishes. So mm -hmm. it was a really nice, refreshing way between bites of meals. All right, this is your spot. Give us a quick summary. Authentic, 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 um, and great value. And you will not be sorry that you went to Let Load. You'll, you'll love it. All right, and Eric. Great. I thought the value was great, a nice neighborhood place, a lot of energy, a lot of people, mm -hmm. excellent service, and uh, a lot of things to choose from. Good restaurant. Right. Yeah. I can't wait to go back. I'm just craving it talking about it right now. It was by far the best Thai food I've ever had. So. All right, if you would like to try Le Rote, it's on Larkin Street at O'Farrell in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-937-6917. It's open for lunch and dinner every day. Reservations are accepted, and the average tab without drinks is around $20. It's the wild child of whites, Sauvignon Blanc. A native French grape, meaning sauvage or wild, this pungent variety is edgy and classic at the same time. In France, it's known for producing the mineral-scented whites of Sancerre and Pouilly-Fumé, as well as in the white wines of Bordeaux. But it's made the trek to other parts of the world and has soared in America, Chile, and especially New Zealand. California's versions tend to express a ripe, juicy style, while those from Bordeaux lean towards the crisp side of the scale. In Kiwi country, though, Sauvignon Blanc has created a worldwide sensation with its signature aromas of citrus and fresh herbs. These wines with racy acidity and bright fruitiness are ideal alongside tangy cheeses, grilled fish, or even asparagus. And those wines dubbed Fumé Blanc, it's simply another name for Sauvignon Blanc. Here's a toast to your wild side. An excellent blend of nostalgia and traditions from the Old South, combined with the best of new flavors from Northern California at Eric's Place. They're served in a high-end establishment that's hip and jazzy and feels like a supper club. He sits back and relaxes at a place in San Francisco called 1300 on Fillmore. <laughs> Back in the late 40s through the 60s, uh, this area was considered Harlem of the West. It was known for its nightlife, jazz, and soul food. I'm Chef David Lawrence. Monetta White. And we're the owners of 1300 on Fillmore. on Fillmore. I got into this profession because my dad was in the profession. And I was very lucky to get in with the Rue Brothers in London at La Gavroche, La Gamma, Le Pobo. Okay guys, let's fly our catfish. I haven't been born in Europe, having Jamaican parents coming over here and doing southern style food. My take on it is unique and very personal. It comes with a slight uh, three-star Michelin uh, take on soul food. I really don't think anybody else around does it like we do. We're more than just dining, we're an entertainment venue as well. So we have various events from Jazz Supper Club to uh, the first Tuesday of the month, the Gumbo Jam, to Gospel Brunch, to uh, Christmas Eve holiday singing. So there's a lot of events that go on here. 
The wall reflects um, the heritage of the Fillmore, the people who lived here, uh, the musicians who played, and today we still have that. I mean, 1300 really reflects the diversity within our community. As a husband and wife team, what works very well for us is that uh, I'm in charge of the back and Minetta's very much in charge of the front of the house. Yeah, I think we complement each other very well. And I've always learned now to just bite my lip whenever she comments about my food and doesn't like it. Uh. <laughs> All right, Eric, this is sort of soul food, but in a, in a glam atmosphere, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. You get this stylish feel when you walk into 1300. Right, it's um, it's an upscale place, like going uptown. You know, there's a lot of dark wood when you walk in, and even if they don't have live music, they're always playing jazz mm -hmm. over it. The, the atmosphere is great, and uh, whenever I go to 1300 on Fillmore, I, I get the full boat. Mm -hmm. I start with a cocktail, sidecar is my cocktail, mm -hmm. and they do a nice Hennessy mm -hmm. sidecar, and barbecued shrimp and creamy grits appetizer, succulent barbecued shrimp, on a, it's served in a bowl with these creamy grits, mm -hmm. and the whole thing is ensconced by this uh, savory kind of peppery sauce that the chef pours over it, and uh, it just, it just, the whole thing just kind of melts in your mouth. And Chef David Lawrence is actually from London, from UK. He is from London, <laughs> yeah. and so I was surprised uh -huh. that he would know the flavors and the foods of the of the old South. And the great thing about Chef David is he comes out and talks to everyone during the meal. He's explained that a lot of the the dishes and foods from the old South he grew up with also in 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 London. And Roger, what did you have? I went with my wife. Uh, we started with two cocktails, which I thought were very, very good. Mm -hmm. uh, I had an old-fashioned, mm -hmm. which I thought was just very, very well done. The bartender obviously knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. uh, they muddled the, the orange very well, and it was, it was done very, very well. Then we had their signature dish, which is their fried chicken. It was not typically executed fried chicken. I mean, there was something really special about the way mm -hmm. that the skin fell off, and it was very flaky, um, and, and the breading was very good. It was, and the chicken was very moist on the inside. And it's boneless. It's the only time it's a knife and fork fried chicken. It's a knife and fork fried chicken. And it was on a bed of um, very creamy mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. The ribs also were well done. Um, but th I have one small comment about the ribs. I thought that it relied too much on the sauces mm. that, th that it came with and that the ribs themselves didn't have enough flavor. Mm. It was a Kansas City style barbecue mm -hmm. sauce and the other one was a Texas style barbecue sauce. Mm. But you know, granted the ribs were, they were cooked well, they were obviously a very high quality. Mm -hmm. um, you know, th everything was very high quality, including the chicken. And Nicolette, what about you? You've been keeping a little quiet over there. <sighs> Eric, I was so looking forward to this and we were somewhat disappointed. Um, we both are in grad school and we work, so we rarely get out and we're looking forward to a really nice, quiet dinner. It was a Tuesday night and we walked in and there was this, the loudest band I've ever heard in my life, randomly in the middle of the restaurant, so it didn't really fit. Not in the lounge area? In the no, lounge area? it would have been nice if it were over in the lounge. We didn't understand, so we couldn't even hear our waiter, we couldn't have a conversation. The food was good, but it overshadowed the food. Yeah, I, would I know go they back. do music on Friday nights, but mm -hmm. it's always in the lounge. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then they do have a gospel brunch. Mm -hmm. It felt like they were trying something new with the band on a Tuesday to kind of feel it out. And mm -hmm. it was cute because there were cute little couples in the front loving the music. It just depends on what mood you're in. But let me tell you, that cornbread, that cornbread that was, was unbelievable. Yeah, I forgot to call it in the beginning. That was a very, very yes. nice way to start. Mm -hmm. the honey Sweet, butter. warm on yes. the inside, soft. Yes. We couldn't get enough of that. Oh, that was excellent, yeah. I agree. We started with uh, the pork belly and egg, which was amazing. Yes. 
if you give me an over easy egg and I can put it on anything, it was very rich, bright, beautiful color. The pork belly was nice and crisp on the outside, soft on the inside. We accompanied that with the fried oysters. I hate oysters and those were unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I mean, those weren't just good, those were like really See, these, good. these are the reasons I think I'm actually even gonna go back. Right. I can tell that this chef is, can cook up very extraordinary things like that. Yeah. So the, the service was excellent. Um, I thought the ambiance was very interesting um, in the sense that, you know, I was eating fried chicken on a white yeah. tablecloth and I was using <laughs> a fork and a knife. But I, I like that. I don't think that detracts from the place at all. I think that, that adds to the interest of the place. Right. 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 I thought it was beautiful, really sophisticated, classy. And to the fried yeah, chicken, I, agree. I love classy. fried chicken. That's a good so word to use, yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, yeah. let's talk dessert. Yes, so this time I had the uh, bourbon pecan pie. Anything it, with bourbon, you can't go wrong. No, you yeah. can't go wrong. The pecan pie is kind of on a, uh, a bed of bourbon sort of chocolate sauce. Mm -hmm. uh, very good, very flaky crust, um, good taste as it went down. You know, he has these different twists on these kind of traditional mm -hmm. desserts. Uh, we had the strawberry, um, Cobbler, the mm -hmm. strawberry. The, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. The strawberry rub cobbler, and I've never mm -hmm. had it like that before, right. um, and it was excellent. And and the vanilla ice cream was served on the side, and it's almost like a I don't like a gourmet take on right. on, on, on comfort food in yeah. a way. All right, this is your spot. So give us a quick summary, Eric. Well, if you want down home food done in a uptown fashion in a jazzy hip environment, thirteen hundred on Fillmore is the place to put a little south in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicolette. Uh, great place for good comfort food, best cornbread I've ever had, great fried chicken, and don't go on a Tuesday night if you don't like loud bands, but otherwise, I can't wait to go back. Okay, and Roger. It's that eclectic mix that I haven't found in any other place in San Francisco, that kind of gourmet soul food. I, I don't know any other place like that. Right. Great, if you would like to try 1300 on Fillmore, it's on Fillmore Street at Eddy in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-771-7100. It's open for dinner every day with brunch on Sunday. Reservations are recommended and the average tab for dinner without drinks is around $50. So I want to thank my great guests on this week's show. We featured Nicolette Schumacher and her community gathering place and casual eatery in Walnut Creek called Cafe La Scala. And Roger Kubain's authentic Thai wonderland, Lertrot, where the food is off the charts. Lastly, Eric Scales' hip and jazzy supper club destination of 1300 on Fillmore, where music and southern flavors collide for the perfect evening. Don't forget that you can go to our website at kqed.org to add your comments on today's show. You'll find all of the details on all the restaurants featured, and you can watch or download a show. There are my notes on the wines that we're drinking today and a link to Facebook and Twitter for up-to-the-minute details and posts on my restaurant research, too. So don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sobraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. for having us. This show is available in high definition, on demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. Check Please Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by... IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG, online at marblecompany.com. Rancho La Puerta Spa and Fitness Resort in Mexico provides a wide variety of fitness vacation options for the start of a healthy new lifestyle 
RanchoLaPuerta.com. Oakland International Airport. Now you can enjoy some of your local favorites when you travel to and from the Bay Area. Fly Oakland International. It's your airport. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. KQED HD Productions.